It's about time someone gets real. Bro, are you sure we're even supposed to be listening to this? Welcome to the Church Misfit Podcast with motivational and thought-provoking content designed to push you further personally, professionally, and spiritually. If this don't move you, you might be dead. Here's your host, Catalyst Collective founder, Joe Elliott. I'm Zach. This is Joe. We are the Catalyst Collective. We're here with Sophie today. We're going to do a quick Q&A. It's going to focus in on homeschooling. But first, would you just tell us a little bit about you, who you are, what you do? Sure. So I live in uh, Jonestown, and I moved to the Austin area about 24 years ago. And I homeschooled most of that time. And now I homeschool only two of my children, but I have nine children, and I have previously homeschooled all of them. Um, but I just spend a lot of time raising my kids wherever they are. Right on. So I, your homeschool is the size of a small school. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I just For had sure. a bunch of stereotypical thoughts run through my head. Like <laughs> Jonestown yes. sounds like a place you would have a cult right. or move a well, family yeah. to be yeah. away from society. Was. You have nine kids. Sounds right. like a great place to start your own commune. So we have a cult leader on our hands. True. This is I awesome. I can't I wait. <laughs> True leadership. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. Maybe there's some skill sets there to, to homeschool. You know, it helps to have led cults in the past. True. Right. False? Yeah. I think I have some of that in my background. So that works out really well. That's I'm already amazing. experienced. That's we, amazing. We've talked on some other podcasts about how Hitler and Jesus both have the same Myers Briggs. <laughs> yep. They're shared wow. skill sets. It's all about where you're leading people. Yeah. And so cult or homeschool. Leading people one way or another. That's true. That's what, I think that's what the, what the majority of people think, but actually it's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, let's, there, there's certain stereotypes about homeschoolers. Right. Any you just want to shoot down right off the bat? Oh, the... Any thoughts come to mind? The biggest one is that they aren't socialized, and that's coming after I just spent five days at a tournament with 300 other homeschooled students at Dallas Baptist University, and we were there all day long for five days and there was a lot of socialization going on so yeah that's a that's a huge one there's a lot of clubs out there too much available. there's still teens like yes yeah yeah it's great it's great stuff but that's mm-hmm. a big misconception and i think homeschoolers mm-hmm. can actually be busier than the average student in a lot of ways especially depending on what they're involved in yeah and there's some so. cool stuff now like especially here locally like one day academy Right. Where it all overlaps, right? Right. Yeah. One Day Academy is like kind of a university model where they teach specific subjects and you can kind of just tailor what you want, what your child needs and pick a class and take that class and take one class. You can take five classes. It doesn't matter. But the parent gets a little bit of relief. They pay a tuition. Um, so they have that aspect of it. But they, if they don't want to teach chemistry, you don't actually have to be qualified to, to do that. You can just, you know, pay someone to do that. So right on. it's great. And there's they're in a classroom setting, so. And they're not doing like chem lab stuff blowing up your kitchen, so. True, true, but actually, no, true. They are right. They, <laughs> yes, they have in the past. It's homework. Yeah, they have in the past, but it's gotten mm. a lot easier. You can also just do your labs online, and you can do it at home. It's it's not nothing is outside of the parents' realm to do. I mean, there are so many helps out there. It's just incredible. It's probably the easiest time to homeschool. Really. Sweet. So what? Got true, sh- oh, I got it. Oh, oh, true yeah. or false? <laughs> Homeschooling your kids is a better way to keep them Christian. False. Oh, 
so uh, so wh- why false? Well, I think that anytime anyone sets up uh, their vision to have a solution for how to make your child a Christian, you're on the wrong path. Mm. And um, I think the the real goal is, as parents, we're to do the best we can with what we have, and that's what you're responsible for. You're not responsible for the outcome when we put our dependency on that. Mm -hmm. You're really walking into dangerous territory. So private school, homeschool, public school, doesn't matter. That's some Yoda-like wisdom right there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've definitely seen it. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of parents my age who have young adults now we we have grown up too because that's the thing you are growing up as well and it's pretty humbling when you when you realize you've believed in a way to guarantee your child a Christian that's the wrong the wrong concept but it's easy to slip into yeah well so even thinking about the why what got you started in homeschooling in the first place oh that's funny because I was totally opposed to it um my husband was listening to a James Dobson focus on the family. We were actually both listening to it, but it was not sinking into my ears at all. And at the end of the, the radio show, he looked at me and he said, you could do that. And I'm like, do what? And he's like, homeschool. And I'm like, no, 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 no. When he turns five, he is in school. And, um, and that was with my oldest. And he was about three at the time that I heard that. But by the time he was five, I had come full circle and realized, you know, what's so hard about kindergarten? And he kind of showed some signs that traditional schooling wasn't going to be the best place for him. And I didn't want him to have, uh, I didn't want his curiosity to be snuffed out by all the have-tos at school. So I kept him home for one year. Kindergarten's an easy year. And that became two years and three years and Hmm. four years and on and on and on. Cool. Yeah. So for parents who are maybe interested in trying it out, what what does homeschool look like? Well, that's different for everyone. Um, There are different models and types of homeschooling. Some do the classical education. Some do what's called unschooling. And a lot of people give that a lot of grief. But there are some very, very well-developed kids that grow up through that method as well. What what, what does that mean? Uh, Unschooling is really you let the child's passions lead what you're going to study. It doesn't mean that you don't do anything, which is a misconception. It means you really follow the leading of the child's natural interest and let that shape your curriculum. Uh, We actually did a little bit of everything. So I call our schooling method the casserole style schooling. I like casserole. (laughs) We kind of really threw in whatever we had on hand, whatever was suiting someone's fancy. And um, we did some very, very structured time and some loose time and some time following kids' passions. We even did an airsoft class when my kids were totally into airsoft. Mm -hmm. My husband taught a strategic class on airsoft. So they learned a lot of military history Mm -hmm. through that. And now only four of your children are in jail. Is that correct? That's correct. (laughs) Four out of nine. Four out of nine. It's passing. It's to beat nods. Interesting. (laughs) I'm trying to think what my unlearning course curriculum would look like. Like, what was I interested in? Mm -hmm. Setting things on fire. Yeah. uh, Pyromaniacs. Um, Video games, of course. Lincoln Logs. I don't know. Right. But that's super cool. Uh, I like that there's a lot of room. Yeah. A lot of different ways you can go about it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you guys are thinking outside the box. It's cool. So what thinking outside the box is one of the most important things. What are other things that make you successful at homeschooling? Oh, support. That's an easy one. You have to have a good support base. 
You have to be willing to um, be involved. Being involved in co-ops can be hard for some people, but if you can get involved in a co-op, it's a really good way to keep uh, that fire burning because it's really easy to get discouraged. There are going to be hard days. You're not since you're not in a system where everybody has to be brought to school every single day, and you you know what you're doing that day. You really have to keep energized, and so you do that through belonging to co-ops. Or in our case, since we had a large family, we didn't really do the co-op thing until the kids were much much older. Um, but my husband was super involved. Um, at the same time, I have known parents who still work. They work part-time, and they still manage to homeschool their kids and figure out a way to do that, and a lot of that's through support systems. Mm-hmm. So. Is it possible to be in an area where there are no co-ops? It like is possible, you're... but it's less and less. I mean, it's very... If there's you co-ops can, in There Jonestown. are actually even on... <laughs> <laughs> there are no co-ops in Jonestown, but there are some in Lago Vista, actually. Okay. Um, but there are online co-ops. So if you have access to the internet, mm-hmm. you can still mm-hmm. receive that. There are online classes that you can do with groups, with, you know... And so, so anybody listening to this has online access. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. No That's excuses. True. That's exactly. right. That's true. Okay. So I think one of my biggest difficulties homeschooling is like the freedom, mm-hmm. right? And without vision, I'd cast off restraint. I'd just like sleep in. Right. All the things that I mentioned before would be what I fill my time with. Right. What are some of the biggest challenges or most difficult things with homeschooling? Maybe you have some horror stories. Well, <laughs> I, well I can say that... Um, Everybody functions differently, and I, you know, I would have been one a long time ago to say, well, you're not going to be successful unless you get up early and have a schedule and such. But really, I have known people that do it all very many different ways. Um, we happen to be one of the families that need it to function on a schedule. So we start at school at a certain time. My husband even uh, programmed our doorbell with the children, with the kids at that time. They were pretty young, eight, nine years old. He taught them how to program through the computer, and he hooked our, com- our doorbell up to the computer and he would ring the doorbell to wake the whole household up. He would ring the doorbell to call everybody for lunch. And it was all through the computer program that they had developed. So what? it was yeah, pretty, pretty cool. it was pretty. And he would it's ring like the doorbell when we had to change stuff. classes because all the kids mm. would change classes. And sometimes they would be teaching a certain child, a certain sibling, and they would rotate to that sibling and uh, such. So. so like siblings would teach siblings? Ra- oh, for sure. Okay. That's something that I think is really really great um and it's underutilized in the school system uh, because kids teaching other kids they're reinforcing what they've learned and then they're having to be creative about what they teach and it it really works that works that's cool okay so if there's somebody at home who is interested in getting involved what advice would you give them well i think the first place to start looking is an internet search about the local support groups in your area that's a really good place to to start i did a kindergarten i can't even remember what it was called it was a first start or get started homeschooling and they still have some of those chiat was the the group at that time um that was a long time ago i never had to use it again because once you're kind of on the ramp you just start uh it's very organic you start meeting people and oh i do this and i use that and you start investigating and now other people need more structure and they can go ahead and get involved in um something like classical uh, uh, what's it called? Classical Conversations. It's a really good one. And that's a two or three day a week. You can meet together with a different group and they have the curriculum set out for you and they need a lot of structure. We didn't do that that method, but it works for some people. So Cool. And if anybody at home wants to start a cult, what advice would you give them? Mm-hmm. Mm. 
read all the strange stuff that you find out there, then that will probably start something. <laughs> Listen to InfoWars. Uh. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Bonus question. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you've graduated uh, two kids, mm-hmm. about to graduate a few more. Right. So you're halfway done. Congrats. Mm-hmm. Survivor. Uh, almost halfway done. Right. Um, what, uh, do you have any regrets? When you look back on your homeschool journey here, what would you, any regrets or anything you would have done differently? Uh, my biggest regret is probably not um, getting my, one of my kids their help with their diagnosis for learning disabilities. And I think homeschoolers can tend to be a little slow on picking up on that. At the same time, I know a lot of kids in public school who totally fall through the cracks as well. So it, you know, but for myself, I had to really uh, keep saying to myself, "This something is not right." And eventually, I had to pursue and pursue that and be very proactive on my own. But I didn't have other people around me to kind of help me to discern that sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, all in all, it's turned out okay. But I regret the tension and the relationship that happened with my child during that time mm-hmm. of not being able to to hold someone accountable to the right degree mm-hmm. and where that line was. Well, it sounds That's like tough. looking back, you would have been like, I definitely would have done this route, even though it was harder, versus public school. At the time, yes, but I never, uh, and even still, I never, you know, I never neglect to do whatever my kids need. So mm-hmm. at the same time, and I remember when our kids were in fourth, uh, one of my kids ha- had dyslexia and he was going into fourth grade and I ended up putting all of my elementary kids in there because it would be easier for him to go to public school to get his dyslexia help. So they, all the elementary kids went for that year. And even today they entered a charter school because the specific needs of the family, that's what was necessary. So I think it's all about keeping the kids where they're going to be thriving and interested in learning that's that's key keeping that hunger that natural hunger to learn is really important to us so it sounds like overall you get to be in control of their education oh we still tell our kids we're always your principal until you are out of our house Mm -hmm. we are your principal teacher we are the one who call the shots we're the ones who decide where you're going to be and that sounds really controlling but at the same time we want them to know that under our guardianship that's still our right and i think sometimes parents relinquish too much and they kind of say well what this it's whatever the school is teaching and um i don't mind sending them to other schools but i still want our kids to know where where we stand with that yeah i just realized like (laughs) you couldn't forge parent notes and like turn them (laughs) in like I used to, so they would send me home with a permission slip for sex ed in like fifth grade. Right. And I just would throw it away. And I didn't have a permission slip, so I didn't have to sit through it. Mm -hmm. They can't do that. No. That's true. No. That's funny. Good. Awesome. Well, cool. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank thank you. Yeah, sure. Yeah. If you guys uh, if you have any other further questions, uh, maybe we'd like to connect with Sophie or anyone else that's, uh, you know, in the journey of, of homeschooling and has got some experience. Just uh, just hit us up, reach out to you. We'd love to uh, connect you with resources. So, cool. right. yeah. Thanks, Sophie. Sure. For more free content from Joe and his team of church misfits, visit www.catalystcollective.community.